Hey, Rich. Hey, Mark. How's it going? It's going great. All right. Ready for mini pod number five? I am ready for mini pod number five. Let's dive right in. Yeah, let's do it. This mini pod, by the way, is sponsored by Bimmy. It's the Block Island Maritime Institute. Uh, Their motto is learn to love Block Island, and uh, you should really go check them out. They got programs for the whole family. You know, basically, they educate people, explore the history and the beauty of Block Island, the Great Salt Pond. Uh, They're located right behind Smitty's Ice Cream. And the Block Island Cookie Company. Yeah, it's right, like next to Dead Eye Dicks. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You're like you go on the hog pen there, and uh, they got seven aquariums and exploration tanks back there, which they host a selection of great fish and marine creatures that inhabit the waters around Block Island. Yeah, it's cool too because they have like daily educational programs for kids. Uh, there's uh, marine dissections, shell fishing, squidding, crabbing, tying knots, uh, beach dockside explorations. Uh, Bimmy Boat Battles. Have you heard about those? No, that sounds cool, though. Yeah, Yeah. sounds like fun. You know, and for the whole family, they'll take uh, harbor tours. You can come aboard their historic 26-foot Old Port launch, and they tour the pond, and you can learn about some local history, folklore, and the ecology of Block Island. Uh, They do that on Mondays and Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Yeah. Just go down to Bimmy, and that's where they do it. It's cool. You know, it's not just for kids, too, because they have things for adults. Um, Like on Tuesday nights, uh, Bimmy hosts uh, scientists, historians, researchers, and they bring fascinating stories and uh, some of the latest findings uh, to weekly seminars. So uh, you can join them Tuesday evenings this summer at seven o'clock for uh, just a night of uh, great information and conversation. Yeah, the schedule's up on their website. It's uh, blockislandmaritime.org. Yeah, so thank you to Bimmy for sponsoring yeah, this. Yeah, thanks Mini-pod. a lot, Bimmy. Thank and you, Go Bimmy. check them out. Yeah. You, you won't be disappointed. There's a lot of fun stuff there. Totally a cool it thing. never hurts to learn new stuff. Right. So, so yeah, where it, are we? Race week came and went. Yeah, yeah, with, you know, not much incident. Was, nope. Everything was cool. We we did not get to do a mini last week. We were we just didn't. too busy, and it was just yeah. too hard to make it happen. As we said in the beginning, we're going to do our best. Yeah, but, you know. But here we are, and it's now we're already at Fourth of July. Fourth of up. July. Do you believe it? I I believe it. Summer's flying, man. The flags are flying out on the you know telephone poles. Yeah, that's new this year. It uh, is it. I haven't seen. Yeah, I don't think I they've ever seen put them all that the way up, up. up the neck, right? Because yeah, they're going all the way up the neck now. Yeah. Although I will say, so today is Saturday. We're recording, and yeah. there's a nor'easter happening, and yeah. a few of those are getting destroyed pretty wah, good. Wah. But you know, and they postpone the fireworks. Yeah. So I think those are supposed to happen on the same day as a parade now. Parade's on Monday. Monday and I yeah. think fireworks are going to be Monday night. Right. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So the fourth is uh, tomorrow. It's Sunday. Yeah. Oh my God. The fourth is yeah. tomorrow. Well, it's today when you hear this podcast, probably. Right. Today. Yeah. Right. So today, today is actually Saturday, but God. by the time you're hearing this, it's happy 4th of July. <laughs> crazy it's you know what it's like this build-up and then all of a sudden it's, it's gonna like, fly by yeah it's like you blink and it's labor day yeah it always happens and hopefully the weather's gonna just turned around I, by today and we, i think the know, fourth is gonna be good sunday and monday so. look good so yeah the parade so. will be all right we'll be okay dish off the block dropped a new recipe craft Ooh. burgers they're called jalapeno popper sliders with caramelized onions and bacon mm, that sounds good i've had them they're good really yeah I'm they're really down good. yeah i get to sample a lot of pam's yeah stuff you like the the guinea pig? You, she tests things out on you. I think so, but yeah, she just yeah, she'll just. Always I'd, I'd volunteer for that job anytime. New shop opened on the island. I heard about this. Yeah, yeah, it's over near Dead Eye Dicks. It's a fish market. Yep. Um, it's called Dicks Fish. In- interesting name. Interesting name. Dicks know. Fish. Dicks Fish. I've been called a fish dick. Wait fish dick. Fish well, dick. Yeah. A fish stick. Fish stick. Stick. But. Well, 
it's a fish market. Yeah, it's and, cool. Uh, yeah, it's a new uh, new business, and um, you know, I don't know what's going on with fins. Um, you know, I know it was well, closed so, and up for sale, right? And it's uh, it's Jess Ranowski and Paul V two, um, yeah. and they were running fins, and um, yeah. you know, now they've moved over uh, to uh, Dead Eyes behind Dead Eyes, I yeah. think, and uh, yeah, from what I've read. Um, it's not just fish. There's going to, uh, the, there's a, uh, a florist on the Island, the yep. farmer florist, and, uh, you can pick up like, you know, fresh fish and all the fixings, by the way. So like they have, like, if you need a clam knife to open up clams, they have those, um, they have, uh, like cocktail sauces and like different things you can use on the fish. Um, and you can pick up like flowers for your table. Uh, too, it, so. sounds it sounds like a great. cool place. I'm, I'm done. I'm excited to uh, check it out. Yeah. So, me too. What else we got? Happening? Well, one thing uh, we need to let people know about is that, you know, one of the fun things to do sometimes is, you know, you can drive a vehicle, a four wheel drive vehicle, obviously, like I wouldn't suggest taking your Prius out there, but you can like go out to North light and Sandy points, um, you know, in a, in a vehicle to get out there. Yeah. But, uh, it's closed now. Uh, because the first Piper Plovers have been spotted on Block Island in over a decade. Well, that's uh, big news. It is big news. And we don't want to disturb them. We want yep. to let them do their thing. So don't drive your vehicle out on Sandy Point, please, you, until further notice. Yeah. So that's keep. let's give them a chance because it's good to have them back. Yeah. You know? yeah. I always joke about them and whatnot. But yeah. Any species that's struggling to survive, if it wants to make its home here, we should. Uh, we as we humans all give in a little. Should help other species. Yeah, yeah. So let's it's, do that. You know, it's all one big tank. We all live in together, big time. Hey, mm-hmm. have you seen? Um, you know the um the uh the public safety officers and like the bright yellow shirts walking around. Yeah, there, there seems to be quite a few, a bit more of them in than in summer. Yeah, I recall seeing two or four in years gone by. It seems like there's six or eight of them kicking around. Maybe now. even more. I don't I know. know. It's a yeah. bunch, but they're doing good things. They're helping, you know, direct traffic and help people cross during the crosswalks, trying to help with the traffic and you know flow. Um, but Ocean State Job Lot has donated uh, 14 electric bikes to the New Shoreham Police Department for for use, you know, and uh, helping those guys get around. Those are kind of stealth. Yeah, they're cool. Have you seen them? Yeah. They're like black and they're like... Quiet, you know, they're though. Quiet. Not, not a yeah. sound. No, like You just turn around and there's a ticket on your windshield. Yeah. You're like, what? What just happened? What How just happened? How did that happen? I didn't even hear them coming and dropping it off. Well... It's wild. And now we're back to the whole overall... I, I don't know how to describe it. I, you know, the... The town councils, you know, they're saying mopeds are not the only problem. So in general, I think there's a displeasure with how things are out here. You know, they're talking about people's behavior. Right. You know, but but at the same time, they're not. I I don't understand it. Like, I kind of feel like nobody's holding the individuals accountable for their bad behavior. Correct. And they're okay. So, you know, front page news on the Block Island Times this weekend. Moped conversation shifts gears. So, uh. Marianne Crawford, our town manager, had said there's there's a mentality, and I'm quoting from the paper, there's a mentality here that anything goes. Um, and then she said, you know, uh, she, mentions, brings up open containers, and she said, you know, this doesn't happen in Narragansett or Providence. Why does it happen here? I would disagree. I've seen it happen everywhere. Yeah, same. You no, know, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's a unique problem. I don't think so either. And here's here's my problem. Can I can I vent for a second? I'm not going to vent. I'm just going to try and make a point. I'm going to give your opinion. Here's the problem. Okay, is uh, generally speaking, now I understand. Um, you know, people, uh, a number of people out here just don't like mopeds. They don't like right. them, and nothing's yeah. going to change their mind, and that's fine. 
You can like them or not like them. But here's the problem, because there is a group out here that certain people just want them gone. They want them banned. But here's the problem. This conversation started about mopeds, and now it's turning into open containers. And this is what happens. This is how things get you know, legislated out of existence. And they start with the mopeds, but now it's not just mopeds. Now it's open containers. And then the next thing it's going to be, you know, liquor licenses across the board. Right. But they were also talking about other things that we've touched on, like people, you know, not riding and walking single file on the roads. Right. And and they they did bring up other suggestions, like widening the roads and making shoulders, a bike lane. Yeah. You know, the one thing that wasn't mentioned, any numbers. Yeah. Any statistics. Yeah. All they're saying is, you know, the, there's been, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's too much. There's too much problems. There's too many, too many life stars, too many this, too many that. Okay, give us the numbers of the last week that you're referring to so we can see how many there were. Yeah. Don't just say that, oh, there was a lot because I want numbers. And if you're not going to give them, then you have no case to make right now. Yeah. Well, and the other thing about numbers is I'm a percentage guy. In other words, like how many people are here now versus, you know, problems. That's, you know yeah. what I'm saying by that? I yeah. mean, if there was a summer yeah. with 2000 people visiting and we had two accidents yeah, and then there's a summer with 10,000 people visiting and we have 20 accidents, you know, you're in the, it's percentage is percentage, you know right. what I mean? And, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're going to have more, we have more of everything going on here. Right. You know, there's going to be more traffic. You make, you know what? I shouldn't say you make when there's a beautiful place gets discovered. It gets, it gets uh, discovered. exploited, but it gets crowded. It does. And that's what's happening. Everywhere yeah. is crowded. And you know, one, one last point about this whole thing is again, I know, you know, we've, we've kind of make fun of Momo. We kind of make fun of Mark Emanuel. Look, I like Momo. I really do. I think he's a nice guy. I have had great conversations with him, but I don't think he's doing himself or the town council any favors when he says things like it's time to neuter this dog. Yeah. Like it's adversarial, ad- <laughs> adversarial, it's confrontational. Right. And it's just it's when you're in the middle of a lawsuit with these people, why why are you yeah. kicking the hornet's nest? There's a you got to be careful what you say, because some people could get offended. Well, you know? for, forget offended. It's just words matter. And you're you're a local politician. Be civil. Be professional. You know, don't just yeah. sling these things around. You know, don't let your yeah. emotions get the best of you, because that's going to detract from the case you're trying to make. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I hear you. Anyway, I hear you. Geez. No, you're, I think you're right. And I, I mean, know. just in general, I think, uh, you know what I want to say? And this isn't, you know, and again, I always say I don't want to offend anybody. But here's the fact. The fact is, I wonder how many of these people that are harping so hard on getting rid of mopeds bought their house here after there was already mopeds. So in other words, yeah, that gets me. That's like me trying to get the airport shut down because I bought a house next to the airport. Like, right. You knew what you were getting into. Case in point, a number of years ago, there's a bar out here. I'm not going to say which one, but there was a bar that had been operating for a, de- a couple decades. And someone bought a house across the street from this bar and instantly started complaining about the noise. Now, oh, yeah, yeah. Now, there's an entire neighborhood around them and everyone else just, it was part of the neighborhood. But this guy buys a house and now he calls the police station every night lodging noise complaints mind you probably bought it for a hundred or two thousand under oh. what the like, same house would be if it was in a peaceful quiet area yeah i mean there's a same thing i got a I got a reasonable deal when i bought my property yeah. many many years ago because i was near the airport at the sure. time at the time people were still able to be a little picky about right. where they bought And did you call the town and be like oh you need to move the airport no okay 
Well, and that's what I mean. And I just, I really get nervous when they, when, when, when people target one thing and then it just starts to become more than one thing. And it yeah. just, it's a slippery slope and it makes me nervous. Well, and I'm going to bounce around here. There was sure. a Facebook post. So I'm not going to name anybody, but the, you know, the Facebook post went on to say, you know, how this person was appalled at the behavior of people in line for the ferry who had clearly been overserved by yeah. irresponsible, greedy shop owners. Right. And I want to be like, you, know, you know what? They didn't bring a cooler. I was going to say, there's a thing called a cooler where you just serve yourself. Right. You know, I mean, that's the yeah. point is like that assumption. Yeah. Now, again, that that person misbehaving. Right. They're the one responsible for their actions. Right. And Period how they the end. That's it. End of story. Yeah. Same with the mopeds. You've got the perfectly great moped renter who operates it safely, stays to the right, doesn't do anything dangerous. Right. And then you've got the ones that are, it's clearly, I've said it before, it's like a go-kart track. They're just trying to go as fast as they can, and they don't they don't stop and look at any of the nope. sites. They just try to find the next hill they can whoop-de-doo off the road. Right, on, you know? or, you know, on their way to the next bar. Those are, which is, you know, they shouldn't be doing that. That's their thing. Yeah. It's not everyone. I'm all about safety, but totally. you know what? There's got to be fun to be had, and if you can't, you know there are a lot of people rely on the economy out here completely to try to go down a road where you crush the whole economy by making it no fun to be here. Mm -hmm. It's going to, it would hurt a lot of people. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. anyway, they're, they're throwing around some, uh, the idea. Are. What do you think of this? So they're throwing around the idea of, uh, educating people yeah. and putting together some, uh, some taglines or some sound bites. Yep. You know, one of them was suggested was don't pass, which I'm pretty sure, all of Block Island is no passing. I don't ever see the dotted yellow lines in the middle of the road like you do in a passing yeah. zone. And um, mm -hmm. Martha suggested you're on Block Island, calm down. Great ideas, but here's what I think. Number one, people should go listen to our episode of Do's and Don'ts. Right, <laughs> obviously, duh. We should do a soundbite and see if they'll play it on the ferry. Yeah. You know, hey, this is Rich and Mark, two guys on Block Island with a couple of pointers. <laughs> yeah, just don't be stupid. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Oh, yeah. but I do have to, can I circle back real quick? Sure. The one thing I do agree with, with Mark Emanuel about is he said, let's start bold, stop having the same discussion we've had for years and years. And he's right about that. That's for sure. Because everything gets talked to death. Right. But look, it's like, you, you know, he's right about that. But it, you got to start taking steps to to uh, address the problem and start to work, realize the problem may not go away and there's things we can do to help, uh, you know, alleviate the problem rather than try and attack it head on in a futile effort that may not yeah. bear fruit. I don't know. That's just me. I just think that a lot of these complaints exist in a lot of tourism towns. I agree. It's just the way it is. It's the way it is. You know? And if you want to live in a tourist town, you want to live in a beautiful place that people want yeah. to come to, you're going to get people coming to visit and they're yeah. not all going to be great. They're not all going to be great. Right. You so know? until they put the asshole detector on the uh, ferry dock, <laughs> you know, and point. I just don't have time to stand down there all day. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Imagine if you and I were working the door at the ticket window yeah. and this guy comes up, oh, what's up? Oh, we're getting yeah. messed up. Right yeah. Nope. Sorry. Yeah. You're out. No, nope. sorry. Turn yeah. around. You're back on the boat. <laughs> all right. Enough about the, that stuff. But, uh, um, yeah. So, uh, what's up? Oh, town, something's going on with the town water. Right. Well, they're just talking about the usage being way up there and uh, with some concerns. So they they get their water. They have wells, but they drill down through the freshwater um, 
right. you know, lens and they go into brackish water and then they do reverse osmosis. And that's how they create their water and they can produce uh, 192,000 gallons a day. Right. And again, like as we talk about Block Island's more discovered, more and more people want to come here. Yeah. Uh, there are concerns about demand and the costs of meeting that demand for water. Right. And I guess the and I think that problem exists across the board for several categories on Block Island. But the ultimate thing is the demand is only there for 10 weeks. Yeah. And yet you've got to have an infrastructure that's got to be maintained. Right. And you got to pay for it, yep. you know, but yet you only have to, you know, it's like putting an extra floor in a hotel because one week a year you got 10 more rooms. You can right. Park. Yeah. It's a, you're never going to pay for that floor. Yeah. How do you, you know? juggle it? Yeah. Huh. It's a, it's a tough one. And I think that happens with a lot of things out here. I believe it. You yeah, know, for sure. So, but yeah, so they're really worried, I guess, in their storage. I didn't know water could go stale. Yeah. So you have to use you it up in a certain it. amount of time, too. Yep. And um, so the two tanks they have now, it's going to be, you know, it sounds like it's going to be close yeah. to, to, to yeah. some difficult days of, you know, but again, everybody could cooperate. So, yeah. And again, if we could make a suggestion, you know, like, yeah. you know, don't leave the water running. Like, don't water your lawn if you don't have to. Don't, don't bathe. Yeah. Don't bathe. We don't. It's yeah, fine. That's what God made the ocean for. Right. And Go you know, for there's, a swim. There's nothing wrong with a little natural musk. You yeah. Know? It's like it can be uh, invigorating. And and the saline of the ocean should. Yeah. Yeah. You'll yeah. be fine. Nah, but if you can, everybody yeah. listen and try to be conscious of the water usage. Exactly. And, you know, it's a stupid stuff, too. It's that stupid toilet that's running. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like it's going through an extra hundred gallons. Yeah, you know, pay attention to that stuff. Yeah, anyway, they should. oh, you know what else happened? This is kind of scary, but uh, there are uh, some local fishermen were rescued at sea, seventy-two nautical miles southeast of Montauk, when their boat went down. Yeah, the night nurse, the night nurse. Yeah, yeah. I and, think it uh, was the um, Phillips boys. Oh, was it? I'm pretty sure. Oh, I could be wrong. If I am, who cares? But yeah. I'm pretty sure it was their boat. Yeah. Wow. Well, we're glad they're okay. Thank, yeah. Thank goodness. They, yeah. they guess they did everything right. You know, they they radioed in in time yeah. and they uh, they had all the right equipment Good. to survive. And the Coast Guard did a great job and yeah. got out there and got them. All right. Well. But yeah, that's a scary one. Yeah. I've, I've been out. I've been there. Have you been there? Never. And that's what I'll tell you. I'll be a million percent honest with you. I am not a huge boat guy. I like to go out during the day on a calm day, sunny day. I don't like to go out. I don't know if I'd ever go out fishing in the canyons. I've always uh, wanted to, but it's scary. I, yeah, I don't know if I, I've done scary. it. It's not, I bet. it was weird. Yeah. I can't imagine. It's weird not seeing anything in yeah. any direction as far as you could see. Yeah. I can't imagine what it must've been like in like the 17, 1800s on those oh. like whaling boats and stuff. God, uh, crazy. Like Moby Dick stuff. And like, you know, well, Ernest they would Hemingway leave, stuff. um, they would leave where they would leave New England and go all the way around the South America yeah. to whale in the Pacific. Yeah. And then return. Did you know that's why even still, a, you know, that's why it's called a Nantucket sleigh ride. No. Even though they were whaling in the Pacific Ocean, you know, they would go by the Galapagos and all that. They would. That's why the references are New England. And if you go oh. to. I think if you go to Nantucket and those places that were originally whaling islands and villages, they still some of the banks are called the Pacific National Bank, oh, even yeah. though it's in New England. Right, it's right, right. The money came from oh, the Pacific Ocean. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Cool. So uh, what else we got? Let's talk about what's coming up. Well, I think actually today, uh, the grand reopening of Block Island Historical Society and their shop. Uh, just open back up this weekend. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of nice. Cool. And, uh, you know, uh, there's a comedy night at Yellow Kittens. It's uh, Tuesday, July 6th at 8 p.m. It's $10 at the door. 
Um, there's a, a comedian named Gordon Baker Bone, and uh, he's he's pretty funny. He's really funny. He's getting there. He's good, and it's hosted by our buddy Ben Smith. Ben Smith. He started the whole thing a couple he years did. back. He's the guy that brought stand up comedy to Block Island. He is. Yeah, he is, and he's a funny dude. Yeah, maybe know? we'll get him on the podcast. That so. would be. Wink, he'd wink. be a great guest. He would just to shoot the shit with for yeah, an hour. Let's see if we can know? get. And together he grew up with him. here. He did. You know, he grew up. Yeah, a kid. Well, spent a lot of his school years here. Yeah, totally. I think be good. So yeah. 10 bucks at the door and it's uh, worth seeing it. And I think it's going to sell out. So yeah. I would say get there early if yeah. you want to get a ticket. Definitely. Oh, and from what I've heard from stand up comedians, if you do get a ticket and you go in there, shut the hell up and listen to the show. Yeah. No chit chat. Yeah. Yeah. You're not there. They're, they're working up there. Yeah. If you want to talk about your new outfit, just head across the street and hang out at Tigerfish. Yeah. The show's over. Do that. You know? Yeah. Oh, you know what else? Uh, July 6th, um, uh, Soundwaves, the uh, movies on the beach. Uh, oh, brought yeah. To you What's by coming at us? Josh at Mutt Hut. Um, they're going to be showing Aladdin, oh, which nice. is a nice family film. Yeah. Yeah. So that should be fun. So and do that. we touched on this once already, but don't forget Lions Club golf tournament coming up on July 12th. You can get in that. Uh, reach out to, I think it was John McCusker was one of them. Yep. Um, yep. And then what else? Uh, the uh, Contemporary Theater Company is doing musical improv on the lawn of the library July 15th at 4 p.m. Hmm. So that should be fun, too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, um, I guess that's all that's new and exciting for right now. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, thanks for doing this, Bimmy, with us. We appreciate your sponsorship. Um, now, we know we talked about the Tuesday Night Talks, where Bimmy hosts the scientists and historians. I believe this Tuesday is Connor McManus. That's going to be on Tuesday, July 6th. He is the chief um, of the Division of Marine Fisheries. And it's at 7 p.m., and he's doing a talk called Surveying Our Waters and How the Fisheries Are Changing. And also, Bimmy, uh, Lobster Mania is back. Do you know what Lobster Mania is, No. Well, I mean, yeah, I have it all the time. (laughs) Well, I'm sure it'll clear up soon. Um, (laughs) I got some penicillin. Yeah. So they they do a raffle. You can buy raffle tickets. You can buy them on the website, or you can buy them. You'll you'll see them setting up the chairs and tables outside the BIG. So what do you you win? uh, Three. Three prizes, including the grand prize of 12 lobsters, along with a mess of clams and mussels. Yeah. And you can have those delivered to you here, or you can even have them shipped. So in other words, if you're just visiting, but you don't really want to cook a giant lobster dinner, you can have them shipped home, and they'll ship them anywhere in the continental U.S. I'll Uh, tell you where you can deliver them. Right to my belly. (laughs) Yeah. If you could just cook those and shuck them for me. They got a dinner dinner at Winfield, gift certificate to the Block Island Cookie Company. So there's a a few prizes, but the big one is those lobsters and the shellfish. But uh, they're going to draw the winner for that on July 13th at 7 p.m. So we'll probably talk about that another mini pod next week. But uh, that's pretty much. Yeah. And all the information you need, uh, all things Bimmy, you can be found at uh, blockislandmaritime.org. So check it out. All right. right. Well, right. hey, that wraps it up for this hey, mini pod. Have a great Fourth of July, Rich. Yeah, you too. Right, You're gonna man. enjoy the parade. You know it. All right. See talk you next to you week. soon. Bye.